Uh-huh. <laughs> <clears throat> that was fun. Oh no. Um, yeah, so anyway, British accent, English accent, who gives a shit? Either way, he's got blood in his veins. He's a little guy. You just want to squeeze his cheek. Do you really? No. The following podcast may contain coarse or vulgar language that may offend some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Ladies and gentlemen, you heard the Sofa Sound Part 1. Now, Part 2. <laughs> Mustn't be afraid to dream a little bigger, darling. We have to go back. Try to... I'm in my element. When you have talented young men making music, it's something. But when they're all from the one family, well, it's worth hearing. And what's more, they're brothers as well. Ladies and gentlemen, rock, rock, rock and... Rock and... Rock and... Lost Dial. Welcome to the Lost Dial. Lost Dial. Lost Dial. Lost Dial. Masterfully united, Dee Sterling Watson and Michael James Dupont revealed all of Terry Fenner, the Lost Dial. Welcome to the Lost Dial. A sexy motherfucker. Give me your, give me your, give me your attention, baby. I gotta tell you a little something about yourself. You're one of our flawless, ooh, you a sexy lady. But you walk around here like you wanna be someone else. Ooh, I know that you don't know it, but you find so mic checks or anything like mic check one two one two we, we just go right into it and you know why because it's queer and nobody <laughs> feels comfortable doing it um i've got something mighty 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 hilarious to play for you if you oh want boy to. oh let me turn this off yes. it's gonna now that we share uh the well in a sense we share the uh the, the pot that this sits in the magic wire since i got a split now so. hell's bells <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. You ready for this? Okay. You're going to love this shit. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> this is a... Yeah, okay. This is just... Monumental. You're playing it now? Or? Mm. I guess we should take her to the park. Oh. Oh. Such a little cock. I'm off. Couldn't you just pretend? Oh, this. I let you have that apartment... Somehow I thought that there was some dignity in granting permission. All I wanted was for you to be discreet. She lives on our block. Trudy, don't jump to conclusions. There's no way for me to escape. 
to not be an object of pity while you get to do whatever you feel like. I have never said no to you. That is not true. What are we doing out here? We're done, Peter. This is over. You want a divorce? I refuse to be a failure. I don't care what you want anymore. This is how it's going to work. You will be here only when I tell you to be here. I'm drawing a 50-mile radius around this house, and if you so much as open your fly to urinate, I will destroy you. Yeah. Do you understand? You know what? You're going to go to bed alone tonight. Hell's bells, Trudy. To realize you don't know anything for sure. I'll live with that. I will destroy you, Pete Campbell. Oh, Pete. <laughs> Trudy, oh man, that just uh, that just um, cranked up the uh, love meter for Trudy Campbell mm. a little bit. Not that I didn't care much for her, but I uh, care deeply for her now. Yes, <clears throat> and I, I I said no, Trudy. You can you can come over here. That, that's fine. I'll I'll give you some tender loving and I'll be home every night. If you come within fifty miles and unzip your pants to urinate, I will fucking destroy you. Welcome to the one hundred and sixth. Make it sound like you're Walter. Walter White. <laughs> I'm the one that knocks and you stay away from my house fifty miles. Don't urinate. I will destroy you. Oh urinating. I am the danger. Um yes, welcome to the one hundred and sixth installment of the Lost Dial. We are doing another uh, uncensored because we haven't done. We actually haven't done uncensored shows in a Not while. Not too many, no. no. Not in a while. Uh, I don't think we've done. Well, we did one last time, but since the hundredth, I don't think we've done a single one. And no. even before that, because usually I have to go back a few episodes to copy and paste a little disclaimer, just let people know, like, oh, this is one of those dirty episodes. They either get excited or they shun away from it. So. Mm. Hell's bells, Trudy. Mm. Does he actually say that at some point? I I don't know why you're <laughs> saying on, it. Let me go back. Hold on. Um, uh, okay. <laughs> Here we go. <clears throat> I'm sure this is funny. Are you to play it a second time? 22 skidoo. Trudy! Oh, now it's louder. You're late. Spence Chapin. How did that happen? I put us on the list, and I don't know. We went right to the top. Well, I'm not going, and neither are you. Peter, you're shouting. Don't do that. Listen to me. Why do they sound careful. more prissy? I think they did something with his voice to oh. purposely make him sound more <laughs> dickish than he already is. Uh, yeah, his voice is definitely way higher. That is... We are not adopting a child. That's final. My sperm is super strong. Hell's bells, Trudy! That is final! <laughs> You don't speak to me that way. Yeah, Trudy, you tell him. Mm. You calm down and we can talk. Hell's about... bells, Trudy. That is final. Final. <laughs> Will you calm down and we can talk. Hell's about... bells, Trudy. That is final. Okay. You... Yeah, I, uh, I love, I love when um, Pete and Trudy get into it because uh, Trudy always uh, gets the best of that little. I just cockroach. But I'll say it, it just gets worse. I think each time I see him, it's just mm -hmm. a it leaves a just a gross slimy feeling he, he's a he's a disgusting disgusting little man mm. and um those sideburns one of the things well one thing that was like uh it kept appearing on uh twitter uh is uh what's his name one of the characters on the show is hair uh i didn't get to write it down because i didn't even get to watch it harry crane's hair yes mm. and some people were saying that he 
was like, oh, we must have missed the Mad Men episode where he joined the Beatles and then got kicked out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, okay, wait a second. Let me flip over to Mad Men before I go to sleep because uh, since you know I have to get up so early in the morning, I can't really watch all the TV shows that I used to, like yeah. the ones that come on after 10. So I have to try to wind down, and these shows get me all excited. And then I, I basically just wrote about... Um, these episodes are kind of the transition from the uh, uh, the mid '60s into the late '60s on the doorstep of the '70s. Right, you know, right. coming up on that era, and um, the sideburns are becoming popular, and bigger hairs becoming popular. Not so um, greased up. Even um, Roger Sterling, when you first see him uh, talking to his shrink, his hair's kind of bonkers. Uh, and that's what I know. At first, it's normally like. The little poof is combed over a lot better, but his hair is just kind of like almost a mess. Mm-hmm. And uh, the only one that doesn't look any different is Don. Don right. is staying true to his 1950s greaser. He's probably going to stay that way up all the way through like to the 80s and 90s. Pack of luckies rolled up in his fucking white t-shirt. <laughs> Not wife beater, white t-shirt. <laughs> He's still going to be cheating on a wife if he has one, womanizing, doing his thing. He's a... He's a dirty pig. Yeah. He's a dirty pig, pig, pig. Um, yeah. Should we do a traditional um, recap? Neither of us. Not really. Just to let you guys know, not, <laughs> neither of us are, have completed episode three. What I'm thinking mm. that we could do or should do in the future is as a teaser for our next episode, we should just take clips from like, mm. we should just say random things mm. and... uh you know how how Mad Men does it. I mean, like twenty two skidoo. <laughs> well, we'll just say like random Buffalo th- gal, can't um, you come home tonight? Can't you come home tonight? <laughs> I agree with what you said. It's like no, that's not true. Get out of here. Just random things, random little uh, sound clips, and when you put them all together, as Mad Men does, like next week on Mad Men, and people walking out of the room, they, Don um, gets into an elevator. No, yeah, Mad Men has the worst um, sneak. Pre- Previews. They make no sense they whatsoever. Don't at all. They're, they're just, just yeah. They're just random little clips of. Did um, you push the button? <laughs> what button? Is there a button that was pushed? Somewhere like, there's a button no, that was pushed. None of that is going to be revealed in the next week's episode. It's just. Non- and by the time it's next nonchalant week comes, conversation. By the time next week comes, you don't remember any of those sound clips no. or, and what no. context they or reference they have. No. But speaking of AMC, you made and, me move uh, to Connecticut, you fucking bitch. TV shows. <laughs> um, did you hear about uh, Saul possibly getting a spinoff? I did. Hold on. All right. Yeah, I want to talk about that. But the only thing I'm going to say about Mad Men mm-hmm. uh, before we go on, um, I am starting the Mad Men Death Pool. Okay. Um, <laughs> we have to. <laughs> I have uh, three that I've chosen. Um, who will be the next to die in this season? Please let Betty be on the list. No, oh. I am pretty gut certain that. Roger Sterling might die. Mm. Um, Burt Cooper might die. He's getting old. Or Nana Pauline. Hmm. Nobody gives a shit about her, but yeah, but she might die. But she might die. Be a catalyst for Betty. I don't know. A- any, getting a tattoo or something. Anything else um, would be a shock, like Lane Price committing suicide. Right. Um, that was out of the blue. But I've been waiting for Roger to um, croak again since the first season when he almost died. And he had a major heart attack. Banging, and banging some hussies. Well, say in this. Oh, that's that's right. And this this what first or second episode? He um, it was with the whole funeral with his mom, I think, and you know having to deal with death. Mm. So death is being like some kind of a uh, uh like term, not term. Well, he holds it all back until a motif. The, yeah, 
uh, the shoe shiner's dead. <laughs> you know, that's, you know, that's called, um, that's a bottler. Maybe. That's a bottler. He's, he's bottling up. Not to mention, um, you know, <laughs> not to mention he hydrates with vodka. Hmm. I mean. Oh, I think they all do mostly. But that's also something that's starting to happen. A lot more people are becoming a little uh, health conscious. And like, you want oh, a little brown? You want a little smoking. white? <laughs> so. Yeah. But here we are recapping an episode we haven't even seen yet. So it's we... lunchtime. I want some brown. Give me some brown. <laughs> um, All right, go on. Uh, Saul Goodman. Yeah, I did hear about this, and I'm hoping it's not true. <laughs> really? I thought you would like some kind of continuation of sorts. No, not that. I but mean... that's also to say that if this does happen, it's a possibility that uh, he might live through it all. Because I think you you've also started a Breaking Bad death pool as well. So. But my prediction, if they did do a Better Call Saul, is that they'd go years before. Oh, he even gets tied up with Walter. Yeah, so that way, not a because I think it would be it would be too goofy, and how could anybody take it seriously if it came on like, oh, okay, um, Walt's part of the show is over. Saul Goodman goes back to his office. Um, Things are as normal. And yeah, I mean... Um, that's true. It would be better if they He hires went back, back Francesca and uh, boom, let's start... Um, they went back way before Walter. Yeah. Even if Walter, if it kind of... Maybe around the end of Saul Saul's show, that's when Walter kind of appears and he's mm. kind of taking him on and he sees him every once in a while. And it's like, I have other clients. You know, I've, I gotta go. So, where? Um, Mr. Mayhew? <laughs> <laughs> I could tell that was your cough, Mr. Mayhew. <laughs> well, like, even when they, like, uh, put him down in front of his hole that's been dug, he's like, well, what are you guys? Are you guys with so-and-so? I can't remember who he says, but, like, he's, a, you know, he is a criminal lawyer. So, you know, he's gotten himself into some some little... Uh, some tiffs. Some, uh... Yeah, he's gotten himself into some trouble in the past, representing whoever. So... Are, you, are you the Gutierrez brothers? <laughs> So while I had a disgustingly long week, um, yeah. I actually took pictures of some of the stuff that I have to do on a daily basis. Yeah. I might post them just so people have an idea of what it is I do <clears throat> during the week, which is no fun. Um, but last night I went out with my sister and my two little nieces. Uh, we went to go see Oz the Great and Powerful, which was actually pretty good. Was it? Yeah, I kind of wish that I saw it in 3D because... Um, First of all, I really would only rather see a movie that's been shot in 3D and not converted because that makes a difference. Mm. Um, but there was a lot of cool effects that would have looked cooler if it was you know, in 3D. But overall, it was a pretty good movie. Um, nice little uh, homage to the original movie and like the book. And uh, you could see where all these other future characters come into play later on. Um, it was it was pretty good. I You're way it. too generous with your evaluations. Are, am I? You want me to say some bad things about well, it? Well, I mean, especially for you, someone who takes this sort of thing so seriously. You want me to get more specific about it? What I like? No, I want to hear um, how much you disapprove of the movie even being made. Because I was uh, well. First of all, when I heard about being made, being made, it was way back when they had Johnny, not Johnny Depp, um, no, of course, Robert Downey Jr. When they talked about him being in it, I was like, oh, that could be kind of interesting. Because I like him as I'm an I'm sure Johnny Depp was on the short list. He was. He was also on the list, but he had commitments to Lone Ranger, which I'm not so um, thrilled to see. My dad is because he likes Westerns, um, and so is my brother-in-law. But as for this one uh, with uh, James Franco, I'm like, mm, I don't know. He keeps mugging at the camera a lot, so I don't really care for his face. 
Do you want some of this chicken? It smells terrible, but it's really good. I'll say I'll probably have some later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You keep talking about it. He came, he, he came in and was like, "I got this chicken." Mm -hmm. It's all in this stop and shop. First chicken. of all, it's 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 in like some aluminum foil, and it was in a Target bag. It looks sketchy. <laughs> yeah, it does. I'm like, "What is this?" And then he's like, "It's some chicken from you know Stop and Shop." I'm like, "Okay," and it's in a Target bag, and mm -hmm. you know. Stop and shop chicken. <laughs> and, but I heard other people talk about Oz and say how good it was. I'm like, eh, okay. I mean, really? You know, so, but my sister, she had called me yesterday. It's like, hey, you want to do something? I'm like, okay. You want to go see a movie? So we were trying to pick a movie. It was mm -hmm. between Oz and, and Oblivion. So Oblivion. we figured it'd be a little bit more kid-friendly to go see Oz. Which one's Oblivion? That's what uh, Tom Cruise's new oh, flick. God. Hang it up, dude. I was going to save it by saying Morgan Freeman is in it, too. He needs to hang it up with some of these movies, too, though. Morgan Freeman? Morgan Why? Freeman. I, I like Morgan Freeman. I, I like him a lot. I like the fact that... I, it's just it's surprising to me because he's kind of... I've seen interviews with him where he separates himself. He purposely, right off the bat, separates himself from his Hollywood side, you know? Mm -hmm. He lives in Mississippi or whatever. And he, right, he doesn't he, live in Hollywood. He hops, skips, and jumps over to California to do his pictures... But, you know, that's not me, you know, but I don't know. Some of these uh, roles he takes makes me really doubt that he is Mr. I live in a bog in Mississippi and I, I don't know. <laughs> well, that's that's part of being an actor is just, you know, being someone that you're not. Yeah, in those so. interviews, he's acting. He's lying to me. I used to trust you. I used to trust you. Which, which films Freeman. are you in particular that you really don't? You disapprove? Probably of? his last 15. <laughs> no. Uh, all right. Um. He's in a lot of these like uh, really big budget what uh, Olympus the Olympus, Olympus one that just came out like two, that was also two playing, minutes but ago. I, I had no interest in seeing it whatsoever. I mean, how much time are you really spending in this house in Mississippi when uh he's an actor you, you, he's working you have a movie come out and then two minutes later another movie with you comes out and then he enjoys his craft you know, um Oz. Part two is going to come out in like four days, and he's going to be somebody in it. There is an old black guy in that movie. Um, unfortunately, I can't remember his name, but he's 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 semi famous. I mean, he's got a, he's got one of those familiar faces. He's another one of those those actors. But I, Samuel I L. Jackson now, got a problem with him too. No, I don't. Oh, he okay. um, it kills me the role he. Oh, right, because you recently bought and probably watched maybe multiple times by now. Oh, I've watched Django it multiple and, times. Django Unchained. He. he, he he has got to be such good. For, I mean, not to mention he's been used in every. No, he was not in Reservoir Dogs. He's been used in every Tarantino picture minus Reservoir Dogs. Except uh, he's not in Inglorious Bastards, but his voice is in Inglorious Bastards. Say, he's he's one of those actors with with in Tarantino squad. He he uses him all the time. He has got to be so buddy buddy. With Quentin Tarantino. Like, they've got to, like, spend holidays together. I mean, there are actors that, like, not actors, but directors that like to use the same actors a lot, like, as almost like, I want to call them But good for luck that role, I mean, Samuel L. Jackson is a, he is definitely a very, he's, he's got a race on his agenda. He does. Hmm. You can't deny that. Yeah. He's very race orientated. Mm -hmm. And for him to play, a um, loyal house 
N word slave. <laughs> and that's not me. Uh, that's really what it is all yeah, about. Yeah. I mean, it's all about the N word on uh, Django. That is true. Uh, and I just won't say it. <laughs> You're safer that way, but yes. Is it me or there are a lot of Negroes in the lobby? <laughs> um, no, but so that's why I think that is why my prediction that Tarantino and Samuel L. Jackson are like best of friends. They, consi- they, together, they consider yeah. themselves kin, like m- brothers from another mother. Like they probably like cross streams when they pee and and like cut each other and do blood brothers stuff. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like for Samuel L. Jackson of all characters to take on a, to do a role like that. You know what I, Mm -hmm. I just, I think uh, he's got conviction. I don't think any amount of money, like, you know, everybody can be bought. Well, I mean, there's only so much money that they can actually throw at certain people. To, all right, Quentin Tarantino likes him. He's going to use him in every movie. There's only so much money budgeted toward, I need Samuel L. Jackson. Hmm. You know what I mean? After a while, there's a limit. And I think well, Samuel even, L. Jackson's got convictions in that. he uh, They've got to be really good friends for him to do it. But you a hear lot. it all the time with actors and directors <laughs> where like an actor will sign on to a movie because of a director... That's, you know, I was like, oh, Martin Scorsese doing it? I don't care what they pay me. I just want to work with him, you know, and to have that kind of thing. Um, yeah. I bet and t- and I- I'm saying, I'm not disagreeing with you. Yeah. I'm just saying no. that that's, that's kind of how it is with some people. I bet Tarantino's a prick to work for. I don't know. Um, I mean, I, I mean, I say it all the time, but there's just the way that sometimes he says things or his face is all screwed up. He looks like someone who's just... Hard to Anno- annoying or, or just whatever but at yeah. the same time he he's like a master at his craft he, he does he makes really well liked movies even though at times they are controversial oh my god but you know yeah. but th- it's who says it's they're good. controversial uh probably uh people who are too uh conservative People that don't know um, you don't well like, enough to change the channel or not pop or that not. movie exactly. in the first place. Like, oh, there's so much violence in it. And then leave well enough alone, asshole. Um, that's called freedom of choice. Oh wait, uh, I keep talking about people and Spike Lee, who was uh, against Django and Chain. So oh, that's right. Yeah, Spike, they're, they're not. Spike didn't out. care much. They're for not them. crossing streams. So yeah, uh, Spike. <laughs> Spike Lee. Um, Where did I see him recently? At a Knicks game. <laughs> uh, what was it that I saw him? I think I don't know. I'll have to think about it. So there's this one thing that I did want to mention. I've been wanting to talk about it for a couple weeks now, but it's been happening for I guess a couple months. But there is a Tilda Swinton exhibit. Now, I know we did an episode that we actually titled with her her name, but um, Tilda Swinton. Yes. So there's <laughs> an exhibit, and there isn't a uh, a set time or place when it will happen, but. She, what are you watching? Hold on, okay. hold on. I didn't mean for it I to play. Very important you your it's very quick, though. In tomorrow to see Don, somebody famous. And I just want to make sure you're aware of that. What's your title here? Title? <laughs> I'm Ken. Cosgrove. <laughs> Accounts. Yes, you're here in the book with Jimmy Barrett. Would you like to go see him sometime? Listen to this. Okay. 
That isn't wasn't as good as I thought it was gonna be. That was uh, completely random. Too. What, what's his What's his face? Um, he pissed his pants. They fired him. He came back to see Peggy in the new place. He wasn't drinking anymore. Um, oh, that guy! <laughs> I can't yeah, turn no. it. Yeah, um, I can't remember his name either. Uh, uh, not really that important. Yeah. Anymore. But he comes out and does that with his fly. Oh, okay. That's the tune he was doing. Okay. I didn't know that either. But Tilda Swinton, what she's doing in these museums is she's going to sleep in a case and people can watch her sleep. What? What? Yes. That's what the point I was trying to get to when you started playing. She's pulling a Yoko Ono. She did that before? Where she would go, like, oh, she used to do sleep in a box. Yeah. Her, I mean, uh, a lot of people would blame her, um, her psycho witch type, um, <laughs> her her heresy um, live art shows <laughs> to be the reason for um, John Lennon to be killed early on in life. <laughs> oh, I thought uh, you were gonna say him being pulled away from the yeah, rest of the Beatles, that too. But... That too. The uh, the I mean, they had to end eventually. I mean, all good things come to an end, but. Yeah, Yoko Ono and him, like their whole staged honeymoon where they stayed in bed. Um, what was it? Uh, hair. Uh, what was it? It was a saying, and and uh, they were in they they were in bed for like a week, and it was like an art. It was an art exhibit. It was a you know. Um, so people came in to see them being stay in. Bed? They let the press come in and take pictures of them. Because everybody was so concerned about Yoko and John's honeymoon. What are they doing? You know, are they, you know, how many, are they going out? Are they having lots of sex? What are they doing? Everybody was just so concerned. So they let the press come into their hotel bedroom and take pictures of them just sitting in bed. Hmm. Wow. Bed piece, hair piece or something like that. Yeah. Wow. Look it up. It's a, guess, they, I guess I might have the to. two of them. I mean, she was famous for that. And, uh, he obviously did that shit too. I mean, once he grunged out in Greenwich village for a while and I had <laughs> never been a really big Beatles fan, <laughs> let alone any of followed any of their other careers. I, I think their history is more amazing than their music. Actually. That, that's something I could probably agree with. Yeah. Because I haven't, like I said, I, I, there are a few songs. There's yeah, a handful definitely. of Beatles songs that I couldn't live without. But, I mean, you know, for a band that put out albums where maybe only one of the tracks didn't make it in the top mm. five, you know. Right, right. Uh, okay, whatever, baby. Can I drive your car? <laughs> baby? No, baby, let me drive your car. <laughs> See, I'm already lost. I, I, I That's how... No, that's not even how it goes. I'm an idiot. I'm, I'm... <laughs> uh, Norwegian wood, isn't it good? I, there's there's a lot yourself. of there's a lot of good songs, <laughs> but it's a song too. I, I I could go on, but you, what I'm saying is Yoko Ono was a or is a still living um, heretic. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, she's still out there being crazy, I guess. Because yeah. uh, I'll hear news about her like ah, Yoko, whatever. So to me, this Tilda Swinton, that's what it reminds me of. Yeah. Oh. Well, yeah, I didn't know that she did that or. They it, did that, but is, I knew they did. Is Tilda things. Swinton famous enough where people would... Uh, I think she's at that level of celebrity where it's like, oh, Tilda Swinton, where people... Like, she's mysterious. Yeah, she's mysterious. That's why people I have don't really a, know who I, she is. I have a, um, 
a, a yanking toward <laughs> her tractor beam has grabbed a hold and you know so and, if you have any over here if you're like in new york and like oh she's in you know the metropolitan just sleeping in a box and you have to go yeah, investigate i'd, have to, to, look I'd have to really want to go into town <laughs> no i mean you're already there because these are those things that really aren't announced like you just find out the day of like Tilda Swinton sleeping in a box. It'd have to be the same day I need to go down to uh, um, Far Rockaway to get a suit or um, get, <laughs> just, a, get a hat saying, at Gorman you're, Brothers. You're walking around. You happen to be in New York just for whatever reason, mm, mm. and you're, you're walking by, and you hear that she's in. Absolutely. Then you as long as I don't have to stand out in the snow. Why do people do artsy, cool things well, they in usually New do York it, doing it in inside anyway. crappy weather? It From, always seems like it's crappy weather. Like, the, Why do you artists have to do shit in the wintertime in New York? Do it in the summer. But they do it purposely so they can watch their fans. Freeze. Yeah, struggle <laughs> and, and bear the elements. Just how bad to, do you just want to see me? Yeah, how bad do you want to see me? You arrogant fuckholes. <laughs> and here I am just sleeping in a box. How bad do you want to see me do that? Um, hey, let's ask him. Um, do you want to see us uh, perform some um, mouses in a uh, glass room act? <laughs> We're going to perform some, some artistic weird shit in here. And, and do you want to see it? He'd rather take a nap. Probably. Because you're, you're the fucker we. <clears throat> exactly. It's live art. But sometimes people get away with it by, um, what's the word? Um Something that's not famous, nobody wanted to see in the first place, but if you build it up enough and you make such a big deal about it, people are curious. Like Mike and Sterling, two people that the rest of the world have no idea about. But if we were able to get people who are known to just like, get so pumped up. You should see what these two random fucking guys are doing, you know, and they build up the the buzz for us. And then, you know, we have a following, right? I mean, like people might really go out of their way, like drive hundreds of miles to come and see what, um, fucking Kelly Ripper said about us on to Michael Strahan. (laughs) And that's, I think that's how a lot of people do it. Kelly Ripper. Now that I think that's probably where we're trying to get a, uh, Ali Velchi's attention. Right. We'll get a bunch of financial people looking at us. I mean, yeah, I mean, we're so unorthodox. <laughs> I, I got to stop using unorthodox. What unorthodox? I only used it once in my novel. I used the the term unorthodox. Were you trying to make sure you didn't keep repeating certain words over and over again? No, but I mean, I, I like to, when I'm um, grasping at straws, <laughs> I tend to just call everything unorthodox. <laughs> and I uh, really tried to uh, not do that so much. Well, we should, we should try to be a little bit more orthodox then. Mm. Or pre-orthodox, the orthodox. Pre-orthodox. Trying to find we other. We are orthodox. I don't know what would be orthodox. I never, our shows are never the same each episode anyway. So That's why you should come 400 miles or five. And sit outside in the lobby yeah, and watch sit us. Sit outside in, the in glass, glass box. And watch us. And every now and again, we will do something really random like. <laughs> um, like the wave? Even though there's two know. people in here, but throw pieces of that chicken at the <laughs> TV monitor. <laughs> See if it sticks. That's a waste of chicken. Yeah, I, I disapprove of that. It's gonna stink up the room. It's really good, but it, uh, 
chicken stinks. Speaking of podcasts and whatnot, um, this is also two weeks old, but shout out to the Twitter account of Podcast is Born. They started following our Twitter oh, yeah. account, so, mm-hmm. and they posted our show on their website. Every so, single episode. Yep. Every single episode. And I scrolled down and saw the entire thing. I'm like, wow, they got every episode on yeah. here. So shout out to them. Thanks for following us. And we are following you. Man. I was so impressed by that. I can't believe that I didn't say anything. Oh, last week? Yeah. yeah. Um, well, there's well, a bunch w- of stuff Wendy being here threw me all off. That too. You know, I had a whole fucking agenda. <laughs> and her being here fucked it all up. I mean, oh, that Wendy. You, you got a lame button? Oh, I don't have it ready. Oh, I didn't, shit. I didn't have any time. That was one of my notes to self. See if lame button is ready and try it out. <laughs> See if lame button is ready. Where is it? Where is but it? I, I had been like so busy, like I said. Um, and you, there's ways you could tell when I'm like really busy and or tired. And by checking my Twitter account at Indoob, I N D O O B, I realize I don't really tell people where or how to follow me on Twitter. But there it is. But normally I have like a consistency when I'm on Twitter. Like you know, there's maybe like maybe twenty to fifty tweets a day. But some days might even just be two mm-hmm. if i don't even like crack off my laptop which is something i used to do like every day because i've got to check mail i've got to do that i got to do this mm-hmm. um when i get home from work that's my second job it's not twitter but like to do all my video editing and, yeah. and editing the show right checking or promoting the show i haven't done that at all this week yeah. but it's surprising because we've got like 30 hits and i only posted it once really yeah and i'm wondering if maybe because of you know the tags i put on there like with the boston and the bombing and all that yeah. stuff so uh, people are compelled to listen to the listen to many different varieties of shows talking about the same thing mm-hmm. and see if their mm-hmm. opinions line up with theirs or maybe there's some new insight that they haven't heard yet but, mm. i mean that's that's progressing pretty pretty quickly all the information that's come out about it so i haven't heard a goddamn thing i've i i have purposely tuned out from any information as to anything going on in this country or on this planet for the past week hmm. wow it's almost well, I don't. I can't compare it to last year, but I remember last year being more, I don't know, news conscious, or at least political conscious on your end. But well, I mean, it's the shit that's going on now is boring. They're just, it's it's constant uh, partisan bickering. Um, this is true. Instead of uh, f- um, keeping up with how shitty the world is, mm-hmm. I have been um, discovering all of. Uh, <laughs> The uh, Animal Planet's original programming. Oh, wow. Such as Pitbulls and Parolis, <laughs> Pit Boss, and uh, Tanked. Tanked, I've heard about. Yeah. They, there's these two guys who build uh, special aquariums yeah. or fish tanks. It's, for it's my least favorite of the ones I just read off. It's, what is... Okay, so you've been watching a lot of Animal tank. Planet. All right, sweet fish tank. Oh, okay. You built one out of a fucking um, pinball machine. Sweet. Okay. Pitbulls and Parolis is sweet. Um, what is that about? Well, other than Pitbulls. Tina Maria, whatever the fuck her name is. Um, she's this older, tatted-up lady. I guarantee that she's uh, been around the block many mm-hmm. times. But she owns a um, Pitbull um, rescue sanctuary. Um, some of the episodes take place in California on a ranch of hers, and some take place in New Orleans. So I guess she goes between the two places. Um but uh, she rescues pit bulls, and uh, she only hires parolees because nobody else will hire parolees. Um, okay. Pit boss is about midgets. That um, <laughs> a midget guy who's been around the block or two. He's older now. He 
runs Shorty Woods, which is a talent agency in Hollywood for short people, little people as they like to be called. But he also has pit bulls and sometimes. Yeah, I was about to say bulls. this is on Animal Planet, but okay. Yeah, he, he goes and he does what the the uh, tatted up lady. Does. I don't know. That show seems. I mean, the, what you're describing it sounds more like uh, what used to be the Learning Channel. Seems like something they would have. I don't know. Well, you know what Animal Planet. You know what Animal Planet's slogan is. No. Surprisingly human. Oh. So, push the animals aside. Let's get some more human going on. (laughs) We need to know more about humans. We need to watch more programming about human beings. Mm. Because we don't hear enough about them. What do we know about human beings? We don't know anything. So really, sooner or later, if it hasn't been done yet, someone can just come up with the People Channel, and then it's just shows about people let's start it okay let's do that that'll be our, our way in the um people channel <laughs> <laughs> i'll uh um, i'll brainstorm <laughs> all right i have also wrote down a list and i wrote this down because of um all these uh people that or at least people i admire they're getting older and one of these days they're just gonna you die. know die so right. i want to just give them their dues now i'm not going to really give a whole thing i'm just going to name names so if they do happen to die within the next whatever i can say hey you know I'm, I'm giving you this flower now while you're alive and can still smell it well you know through your ipod or whatever but the scarlet um, carson is for you <laughs> <laughs> Now, now you're gonna. One thing you're gonna notice about this list is it's just. This a lot is already of, a great episode. It, we're, we're 36 minutes in, and this is a fucking killer episode. <laughs> I have to say, I can already tell it's great. All one right, thing on. you're gonna notice is just a lot of old black people, but you know, <laughs> okay, it's, you know, it's who I grew up with, kind of. So, meaning I can fucking read my notes or read a magazine <laughs> while you're going through. It. I'm just <laughs> you, you should know most of them. Um, I mean, the first one is is not a, a secret. Everybody should know it if they don't know it. If they know me, mm. but uh, Bill Cosby. Um, then I'm just gonna How old read. is he? He is, uh, I want to say in his late 70s, early 80s. He's They've been, uh, TV Land has been, uh, and I only know this because I was at my grandparents earlier and they had TV Land on. And uh, from what I remember uh, months and months and months ago of checking out TV Land, they never played the Cosby show, but they played back to back to back episodes of more recent toward the end of the series Cosby shows. Like really? the one that I like when they're dancing on the metallic cubes. With the oh that with, one with yeah. the yellowish um, flowy thing, Felicia Rashad has like got that big <laughs> yellow thing that she's <laughs> she's like she's like a matador, but it's yeah. a it's a fucking yellow thing instead mm-hmm. of a red thing. Right, I know mm-hmm. what you're talking about. Yeah, those are like season seven, six, seven. This is the best elevator music I ever heard. <laughs> when he says that, you know, down, down, um, down. I'll just stick with the actors and move on to the other ones. Okay. Uh, James Earl Jones. Um, hmm. which I haven't really seen him lately. Although he did read, oh, this is a video on YouTube. I keep seeing it, but I didn't actually watch it. But he did a, did a reading of um, Justin Bieber's "Baby Baby Baby" song or whatever. What? I guess he reads the lyrics to that song. I didn't watch the video, but you like spoken word sort of stuff. Yeah, really. Yeah, and he does Justin Bieber stuff. I think that was recommended to me because I was watching him uh, do a reading of the Raven. He's taking a page out of um. Uh, Bill Shatner's book, William Shatner's book. That's yeah, something so. William Shatner. Yeah, would do. he would. He would. Which he has a show, which I'm not going to watch. Um, Morgan Freeman. He's actually on the list. Um, he's um, like you said, you, he's falling off. But I don't really. No, see I. It. I think when I see him, I see him as still being very virile. Right. Me too. I don't. I don't. I mean, see the same him thing as... with 
Bill Cosby unless you're watching him on his own private videos, not private videos, but videos he posts on his website where he's got like a beard and he's wearing this like one piece, whatever it is. He looks a little weird, but when he's on like, on like Jimmy Fallon or something, he's, you know, back to his old tricks, I guess. I, I only see Morgan Freeman dying anytime soon if like a crocodile on his ranch in Mississippi bites him or something. <laughs> I don't know. Um, he doesn't spend too much time there, though. We all know that. Not really an actor, but uh, Maya Angelou. Oh, I was thinking her. I thought she was going to be number one, actually. No, she she made the list because like she's someone I've read a couple of her books, like a lot of her poems, and I'm like, well, she's where up the there. sweet sparrow flies. What's that one about a bird? <laughs> I know why the cage bird sings. Okay, yeah, the cage birds. <laughs> why the sweet sparrow flies? That was that was a good try, though. You got. Oh, oh my God! For that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I need to write that down. How old is she? Uh, I don't know how old she is. I, I, I should have got the ages of these. Did people. James Earl Jones take part in the Sandlot too? Um, the sequel? Yeah, I don't know. I didn't even watch it. I didn't see the sequel for that mm, one. It's rotten. That's why I'm hoping that he didn't. Oh, I didn't see it either. So, um, Al Green is on the list. I don't know how old he is, but he's got to be getting up there. Yeah. Otis Williams is the last surviving uh, original Temptations member. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got to be up there, too. Um, oh, I didn't finish my act. Up there, like... In age, I mean. Like Oxygen Tank old, or... Well, I don't know if he's still doing the, the dancing moves. I haven't really seen them <laughs> yeah, I don't know. live or perform in yeah. a long time, so... The thing is, who wants to see him do them yeah, anymore? Right. So maybe they're doing, like, slow, subtle moves mm. just so he can keep up. Um, yeah. so we'll see. I don't know. Uh, Stevie wonder and Smokey Robinson are Stevie wonder still alive. He's still alive. What? Yeah. What made you think he was dead? Just what? I just thought he was dead. No, <laughs> I, don't, he's, he's... I don't know what led me to think that, but, um, Hmm. But yeah, Smokey Robinson as well. have on the list. Um, I mean, he's gotta be just as old as like Otis Williams, which is up there. I was going to put Barry Gordy on there, too, since he's, you know, rounding out the whole um, Motown cast. But I don't know. I'm not as a... I started to hear an interview this morning, and I came down really early this morning. Um, an interview uh, that Tavis Smiley was doing with his buddy, and I need you to know his name, but they were talking to... Um... Cornell West? Yes! <laughs> he's a... Do you know he's a professor at Dartmouth? I know he's a professor. I just didn't know where Dartmouth College. But he is really interesting. I, I you know, he probably should be on this list too. Yeah. I really admire him. I like listening to him talk. Who do you think they were uh, talking to? I, I, I don't know, but I know they do a, a show together. Uh, yeah. It's called uh, West and Smiley or Smiley and West. Yeah. But I don't know who they were talking to. Who were they talking to? Uh, Herbie Hancock. Oh, I, you know. I've been and then I and hand. then I lost it. The I mean they. Those towers for NPR don't send the signals out far enough. Wow. And like you go from region to region and you they lose might have stuff. a podcast too. I don't know. To, yeah, we should that. look that up because I'm sick of losing interviews because of um, low frequency NPR districts. But yeah, that's uh, Herbie Hancock, somebody I kind of want to get into musically just to listen, you know, because I keep hearing about him like, oh, I'm not familiar with his music and I feel like I should be. Um, what, what's his name though? Um, who I wanted to, uh, he's got the crazy hair. <laughs> Cornell West. Cornell West. All right. Yeah. He's a professor at Dartmouth. Um, 
the best interviews I've seen him do are the ones when he's on uh, Craig Ferguson on the Late Late Show. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have got some really good uh, interviews. Um, okay, finishing off my list here, Dave Barry, who's an uh, author. He, or not, he's an author and a, a newspaper columnist. Very funny, very funny guy. He inspired me a lot in high school when I wrote for my school paper and eventually got me into blogging. Uh, Lauren Michaels created Saturday Night Live. Um, Steve Martin, very funny comedian who actually came out with a musical album recently. Uh, I think he's just playing the banjo and he has some other lady singing with him or singing to the banjo. I've only listened to like one song. I'm like, yeah, it's not for me. Um, Anthony Hopkins. I put him on the list because, I mean, he's... I Anthony know, Hopkins? I don't know how old he is, but... He's white. I know. I'm, oh. I moved on from the oh, black people. Oh, okay. I'm, actually, I'm, I do got I'm, one I'm reading. I'm reading up on this, uh, this West character. Oh, okay. You found him already? Yeah. All right. So I only got two more names. Uh, let's see. Anthony Hopkins. Saw a ruined Black Panther party. <laughs> I threw, <laughs> I threw uh, Bill Murray in there, too, because, you know, I, I like him. And last but not least is uh, Prince. So I'd be very sad if, if you know, mm. one day we find out maybe, maybe he might already be dead and nobody decided to tell because he's just that private and wrote recluse but can i read you something no you cannot uh west has described himself as a non-marxist socialist um and in parentheses partly because he cannot reconcile marxism with christianity um okay yeah um and serves an honorary chair of Democratic Socialists of America, which he is described as the first one. Blah, 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 this. Um, Radically Democratic Burly Man Chronicles. West believes that the, uh, that the overthrow of Saddam Hussein's ugly totalitarian regime was desirable, but, but that the war in Iraq was the result of dishonest manipulation on the part of the Bush administration. Um, right? I mean... Sure. Isn't, I think, yeah, the overthrow of Saddam uh, was desirable, but the war, I don't know, man. I mean, I know that Saddam Hussein um, killed a lot of Kurds. I mean, what dictator hasn't um, been responsible for some sort of genocide Holocaust in their motherland? You know what I mean? They all do it. They all kill thousands to millions. The only one is the guy in uh, Street Fighter. What? <laughs> I only know it was because I was listening to um uh another favorite podcast of mine, How Does It Get Made? And uh <clears throat> the main villain in that, apparently he's a ruler of some kind of country or something, oh. but he hasn't really killed anyone, I don't think. I don't know. I didn't really watch it, but the podcast was funny. So Oh, there two thousand eleven, West pers- participated in um the poverty tour with Tavis Smiley. Uh he is co host on public radio international program Smiling West. Does it say it's a podcast or just a radio show? Mm. It might be a podcast. We'll look for it anyway. It doesn't say. They do mention, um, oh, uh, Melissa Harris Perry. She is a political science professor at Tulane. Hmm. Where's Tulane? I don't know. God, do I going to look that up too? You know who Melissa Harris Perry is, right? Uh, I, you know, I think you asked me that before. Yeah, we've talked about her. She's gorgeous. She has a really weird forehead, but she's, (laughs) you know what it is? It's, and her, her like, um, they're not really dreads, but whatever you'd call, she has very, uh, I don't know what you'd call them, but hers are so pulled back that I wonder if that's why her forehead. Yeah. Like. 
they're like so yanked back it looks painful like and and that's why i'm wondering if that um like yeah. sort of a canyon on her or forehead or was it uh, she a, had corn rolls or was it actual braids? I, I I'd say they're closer to braids than because okay. yeah. when I used to have uh, cornrows all the time, I would hear people tell me, "I was like, oh, you're first of all, you're gonna bring your uh, your hairline back and making you know my forehead bigger." Apparently, is what they're saying. Mm. But it also makes your you, five head. Yes, <laughs> pretty much. Um, and I don't know. I heard a lot of rumors. I never knew if, if they, any of them were true. But who knows? Uh. Um, Cornell West also did a, a commentary track or commentary tracks for the Matrix trilogy. I think he did it for all three of them. Do you? <laughs> would you believe? Uh, would you agree with West um, on his um, views on the United States as uh, the U.S. being a uh, racist, uh, uh, patriarchal, pa- patriarchal? How do, how do you pronounce that? Patriarchal, patriarchal. Racist, patriarchal, patriarchal, patriarchal nation uh, where white supremacy continues to define everyday life. Hmm. Would you agree? Um, Would you agree? <laughs> Would you agree? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm done. I'm done looking this guy up. I mean, I'm, he, I'm, on my he, own time, I got to say, he, He's really deep, so you, you might get lost just reading about him. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Um He's like uh, Michael Strahan, and, and I'd like to f- see how many quarters I could fit in between his his gap. Wow. <laughs> and that's, you know, that has nothing to do with that they're both black, because there's a lot of white people with gaps, too, um, that I would love sheer. to see. And it's, I always think quarters. I'm like, I wonder how many quarters together. Like, could I get a whole dollar? And do you, do you even wonder if they may, maybe have done it themselves to see if they actually could, you know? Probably. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So it's Michael, what was his last name again? Strahan. Strahan, yeah. I know who you're talking about. He's on live with, uh, not Regis, He's the one that dances with Kelly Ripa. Right. Um, pulls her chair out for her. Cornel West and now Paul Shear. They all have gaps in their teeth. So. Paul Shear. Yeah, you know him when you see him. I guess I'll have to pull up the picture. I was trying not to go on the internet because um, once this computer is still kind yeah, of on don't, the slow if side. It, well, if it... Because right now it's only saying we have like 500 megabytes. For Here, I'll, what the hell's his name? Paul Shear. P-A-U-L... S C H E E R. He hosts the show. Uh, How did this get made? Again, this is my second time mentioning it, but it's a very. Oh show. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Huge gap. It's uh, a lot of Brits have uh, gaps. Hmm. Mm. Um. Now I did have uh, two apps. I'm surprised I haven't talked about it before, but Shazam. I use that app for. Uh, Pretty much looking up to see what music, what song is playing. Sometimes you'll play a song on the show, like would open up with, and then I'll have my app actually just running like, oh, what is that song? I need to get it later. And the app will hear the song and then tell you what it is. You're really telling us about Shazam right now? Yes. I'm telling you that because (laughs) they recently just um, started doing that for TV shows now. So you can be watching TV and then you can Shazam it and it's like, oh, I'm watching. Yeah. Um, It's, It's brilliant. It's one of the most brilliant things to come down the pike in a long time. Except it's getting a little annoying now because I'll be watching, and this is actually true. I get a lot of my songs that I'll hear from commercials. And I'm like, wow, that's an awesome song. But I'll try to Shazam it, and it tells me what show I'm watching. And I'm like, I don't want to know that. I want to know the song. And it's a little annoying, so I had to move over to SoundHound, which does the same thing. 
except you know it's not going to tell you what TV show you're watching. It's going to give you the song. I have you ever stumped Shazam? Have I ever stumped them? Mm. Yes. There's some older stuff, like some older, very obscure music that I tried with knowing what it is and you just I, wanted to see if they knew what it was yeah and yeah. it was and it wasn't like it was a bad recording it was a it was a perfectly normal recording and, and it could hear it and you can hmm. yeah, and yeah i've Shaz- done it a couple times was like oh it's not i don't um, know what this is they'll, they'll just give you that scream like sorry we couldn't it's you know. pre-1945 <laughs> <laughs> here i wanted this is the song i wanted to play if you weren't going to play your your sexy business this is a, <laughs> It's a really cool song. I don't know. Um, okay. It's by... No, I'm not going to tell you because you can shazam it. <laughs> Actually, I can't because I have the, the microphones. Well, I'll shazam it later. Well, yeah. Or I could do this. But you can continue while the song plays because I don't believe... I don't think there's any uh, lyrics. Mm. I just like that noise. <laughs> I think you and I are the next uh, Tavis Smiley and Cornell West. <laughs> We're going to be talking to great people someday. Yeah, we are. This mm-hmm. is true. Wait, what did you play earlier? I um, For some reason, I got caught up in something right at the beginning. Oh, I was looking for... Uh, I, Looking for um, you mean open the Trudy, show? Trudy shit. Yeah, was oh. that um new um? That was uh, Bruno Mars. Oh, okay, okay. The song's called Treasure. It's off his new album, which I forgot the name of already. Okay. Yeah, this might be music that my mother might enjoy. She likes listening to music while she works, but she doesn't want music that has words because sometimes she might sing along to it and then not get any work done. So. This is one, and I don't, I've never met your mom before, but I can just picture her. And I, I picture her being a timid, like more of the timid type. I could be completely wrong. But I picture her hearing something like this and getting up out of her seat and like just kicking those legs and like being like, <laughs> you motherfuckers, clear out of the room. I'll show you a thing or two. And well, it's, it's, call someone a, call someone a cold ass honky or something I don't know. since we got a uh, chief and chief spends a lot of the, the day with her while keeping her company while she's working yeah so she works at home right okay good. so i'm pick i'm picturing her like in an office like well she's in an office but at home like clearing everybody out because oh, oh i see she's gonna like kick a shoe at somebody <laughs> she's like you guys better brace yourself because i am so into this right now no no she wouldn't do that um you know how elaine bennis dances yes okay <laughs> Your it's mother, I'm sure. I'm kids. sure your mother's not a terrible dancer, no, but no. I just I picture somebody really like whiling out to this, but tiny like being a kicks. terrible, terrible dancer. But what she does now, since we have Chief, uh, he likes to sit in people's lap. But we can't always do that because it keeps us from working. So what she likes to do is like whenever she, he wants to sit in her lap, she'll make him dance with her mm-hmm. and just kind of. Take this a is a pause. little chihuahua. A little chihuahua, yeah. And he, that's not what he wanted. That's not the attention not. he wanted. He wanted to lay and sleep on her. But right. no. So eventually after the dancing's done, he goes and lays somewhere else. Like, yeah, okay. It's, it's not going to work out. So. so yeah, I can see her dancing to him with this song. So. Huh. Huh. This has got to be some... Uh, I bet these people are from, like, Holland. <laughs> Trente... Trent a molar, Trent a molar, Trent a molar, Trent a molar. But the O is like, um, like null set. Like, 
Oh, okay, got one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know what those are called. I mean, those those every time I see letters like that, it's got the little emuet thing. I don't know. No, I mean the the no, no, the I mean, O is actually letters. slashed out. Right. Yeah. Because there's a crazy or crazy or those crazy letters that are like that, but I don't know. What yeah. They're... It's some um, you know, um, I don't know. Well-to-do, very small European country. Mm. Like, With their um, own alphabet. Like San Marino or like uh, Porto. Or no. Uh, no. <laughs> What's the other one? Not, not Luxembourg. There's, a, there's another very tiny one like on the border of two massive countries. And it's like the size of a town, but it's its own sovereign nation. It's like, you got to be kidding me. Really, people? Although I did come across a list that had all of the like countries that declare themselves their own countries. I mean, some of those things on those lists are actually little islands that actually happen to be like massive ships, hmm. and or I don't know. And whoever lives there, they're like, "Nope, this is my own land. I declare it to be my own country." But but the UN might not you know recognize them or yeah. some places like that. So. You know what? Uh, I wouldn't be too concerned about the UN because the UN. Well, not necessarily the UN, but whoever dictates who is a country. Oh, you mean the United States? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they certainly don't recognize it. Yeah. So. Saw a ruined Black Panther party. Wait, yeah, I did recently watch that movie. Oh, uh, followed by a Kenny Rogers song. No. <laughs> and who was that a uh, country singer that recently died that I have no idea who he the was? The chick. George Jones, I think. George Jones died? Okay, you know him. I didn't know who he was. I mean, I'm not, like, going to cry about it, but I mean... <laughs> but your he, eyes just got, like, really big. No, but I mean, he's one that you'd be like, what? He When did he die? Uh, if it wasn't yesterday, it was Thursday. No shit. It might have been yesterday, because I I don't had... think I've sworn at all during this episode, yes, have I? Yes, you have. Several right. times, oh, okay. yeah. And once you once we declare <laughs> that it's, it's an... It's a... Um, Uncensored episode, you just kind of let loose. Yeah, I don't, I don't put any uh, filter up. Jesus fucking Christ, are you kidding <laughs> me? That George, George Strait or George Jones? I believe it's George Jones. Let me get the text. Um, what? Hmm. I know a lot because of people. um, sometimes at work to conserve my battery life, I have to put my uh, my phone on airplane mode, so I don't get any phone calls or text messages yeah. until I take it off and. CNN had texted me twice. Uh, see, April 26th. Country music star George Jones has died in Nashville, his representatives say. Of? Oh, they didn't say of what? I don't know. It, they probably said it later on the news, but they didn't. Usually they give his age, though, because I've, I've gotten He's older, messages. yeah. I mean, huh. Yeah. But yeah, huh. the yeah, they, we also that also uh, a female country singer. I think she killed herself. Yeah, she definitely offed herself. Um, I'm surprised. You know, like my grandfather, he, he like is a very um. Uh, he loves like old, like you know George Jones, George Strait. They're like real old country star you know and, and he likes even people before them but they were like the teetering point where it became shit mm -hmm. but like i'm surprised he didn't mention that when i talked to him today he was too busy telling me about the neighbors and he should have been more concerned about telling me about that what was going on with the neighbors oh he's always updating me on fucking i don't care like this you know he knows that's i mean when you get to a certain age and and i'm not like 
I understand. I, 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 I understand. It's not like I'm like, why the fuck are they so preoccupied with the neighbors? But I mean, when you've been retired for a millennium, yeah, and you kind of just sit sits, in your house. I mean, you, you're watching them. Yeah, I mean, I you, guess the more if we like stay at home more, we might be more concerned with the neighbors too. Like, what are they doing? Okay, it does happen to me on occasion because if my neighbors building on their roof, which they happen to do a lot when it gets warm, mm. they like to do it early in the morning and they're just hammering and hammering away and it just seems like it's going on for like hours. It's been 20 minutes. Mm. But then I just start taking more notice. Like, how many people are over there? What are they doing now? See, you live so you live in like a suburban suburban style neighborhood. I do, yeah. I live in a very compact area of many many apartment buildings or like old houses that have been converted into apartments mm -hmm. um so i don't really consider even having neighbors even though i have like neighbors Upstairs in another part of the downstairs. building yeah mm. so that's weird yeah we all just mind our own business most times we do too like, but sometimes you can't help it if they're how know, can i see him when he's entering the door in the back of my house <laughs> noise pollution or anything or yeah. just creepy cars driving around we all use the we all share the washer and dryer and we go about our way our but you're not a neighbor you're just you know <laughs> yeah. some it could actually be some homeless person that just happens to yeah. it's like oh you know free laundry i hate it when that guy tries to take a nap in the dryer it's like <laughs> dude it's way too small and what would happen if somebody didn't realize you were in there when they turned it on i mean i just need enough room to turn around <laughs> with my little laundry basket here yeah. so come on a guy the size of a uh, pit boss oh well i don't shorty would a little short guy mm, yeah tony cox was in oz Tony Cox. A little short black, uh, short guy. Yeah, and I was thinking, because he, like, he's... I mean, I'm not... I wasn't that impressed with the show, but he was like, yeah, I'm the end-all, be-all of, uh, of um, placing uh, little people in Hollywood in the entertainment industry. Tony Cox. Well, uh, no. Oh. All right, he definitely had nothing to do with that guy, oh, okay. and he definitely had nothing to do with the guy that's in one of the most famous shows right now, and he's a very famous actor, but he's a little guy, whatever the hell his name is. Warwick Davis? He's in... Or the other, the other one. Um, he's in... The one who played Mini-Me. No, not that guy. No. Uh, yeah, I don't think he had anything to do with that guy either, but he's like, I'm the end-all be-all of, of oh, placing small uh, Peter, people. Peter Dinkage. He's... Uh, God damn it, just name the show. I can't think of the show. Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones, yeah. He's uh, he's in a lot of other things, too. Um, which, last night, I was actually watching or re-watching uh, Death at a Funeral, which he is in both versions of. He's in the Didn't Liz Lemon go, hey, version. little guy. Who? <laughs> Liz Lemon. Didn't she, like, <laughs> yes, he was in 30 Rock, too. Yep, because they went on a couple dates. And the reason why Liz Lemon started dating him yeah. was because she was a little baby crazy. But this guy on this Animal Planet show... Definitely had nothing to do with who you said or this guy or mini me or, or any of those other any famous right uh, any of the famous people. But that's his claim to fame. He's like, you know, I, oh, I, I, I spent 10 years in jail. I, I used to live in in Watts, South Central, and I've seen a thing or two. But now I've cleaned up my act and I run Shorty Woods. It's the end all be all of uh, placing little people in Hollywood and in the entertainment industry. And, you know, he's all tough and shit, and he wears a little fedora, and fucking, you know, he's got pit bulls and shit. But I'm sorry, but... you really just a pimp. He's a dipshit. He had nothing to do with the most famous little people in all of Hollywood. But this is a show that you regularly watch. Is that guy American? Who? The guy in um, Game of Thrones? Yeah. I would say he is. I wasn't he's got sure. a pretty I American accent. Yeah, but I mean, they're good at doing American accents, so I was wondering Everything maybe... that I've seen him in, well, except for Game of Thrones, because I, I still haven't watched it yet. But everything I've seen him in, he's got an American accent. I'm not impressed. I don't see why people are gaga over it. There's too many characters. 
right off the, over Game of Thrones. Yeah, right off the bat. I mean, I'm like, all right, I'll check it out. Right off the bat, you're so bombarded with a zillion characters. I don't like that. I like gradual. You want to be introduced right. to them. All of a sudden, it's like you know, from this world and that world, and 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 this is district, and and you know, the winter world, and it's like. Bam, in bam, a movie, bam, bam. it's okay because it's a movie. Well, because you gotta, you gotta. Right. Anyway, yeah. So, um, I, I wish I knew that guy's name. Pitbull. Pit, oh, Pit that guy. Yeah, I don't know. Forget about it. I mean, I, I'm not. I'm not like. I'm not putting Animal Planet programming up on a pedestal. I'm just saying. I've actually like. You've just been watching it for time. some reason. Um, I don't know why I've stumbled across that and actually viewed it numerous times. Well, I mean, it's, it's there's nothing there else. to entertain. So if you are being the three four o'clock block sucks, PM? all across the board. PM? Yeah, okay. You know, and that is true. There isn't much. That's when those shows are on. Hmm. Uh. And then like other channels, they have at one point. I don't know if it's still happening now, but there's like a plethora or just a a surplus of court shows. Hmm. I don't understand what the point of that is. Like, yeah, exactly. I, and I'm not watching them just just to be that be clear. But I'm like, why? Why do we need so many? I couldn't tell. I you think I think I know why. I th- I'll say I think I know why. It's because people don't want to go to a real court or can't afford a lawyer. And if you go on TV, then you're going to get paid also. So mm. people hate jury duty. That's true. I, but when, I mean, how many people get pulled into really like high? Um, Have you ever accelerated? Had no. Um, it's not fun. Hot, um, like you know, I was really, really close to being put on a jury, though. Just say you hate white people. <laughs> Boom! You're booted. That's what I'm going to do the day that I. If if, if it doesn't, if you're no- going to say you hate white people, if yeah. nothing's panning out to to make it make me believe that it's going to be a you know, like uh, top-notch trial. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like in in the spotlight, I'm gonna just be like, you know, I hate little people. Um, <laughs> yeah, I hate white people hmm. as a white person. No, that probably wouldn't work. It might you have to give it a try? See what saying happens. saying me being a white person saying I hate black people that's not original enough. Everybody's heard that. I'm I need to like something that would really wow them. That would be like, oh my god, this guy is messed up. Get him out of here. I've been a victim of racism, <laughs> or maybe like you know, black people beat me up. So that's why I don't like black people. Maybe it has, maybe it has to be specific <laughs> enough, or or it has to be general enough. But I'd want to like, you know, like. I don't know, a type of person that nobody's ever hated on <laughs> to, to like really be like, wow, this guy's a real sicko. I'll say Liz Lemon once again, tried to get out of jury duty by dressing up as uh, princess Leia. Oh yeah, that's right. But that didn't work in New York. So, cause everybody there was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, such a great show. Yeah. So, so sad. It had to end. Um, I think I wanted to add Alec Baldwin to the list of our um, getting up there. No, no, of, of our actors list, but I don't know which, oh. which list to put him on. If he's, I don't know. Correctly... I I think he's a real dick in real life. Really? I don't think he's that great of a guy. I think he's a. Real... How about of an actor though? Because that's usually what we're doing. We're we're trying to put like all right, actors I, that are appreciated. I, honest to God, I couldn't sit here and in within a couple seconds tell you how I truly feel about Alec Baldwin as an actor. Right. Okay. I'm. 
That's why I didn't put him on either list because I don't know. Like if he's underrated or correctly rated. I'd say, I don't know. I'd say he's overrated. I don't know. He was yeah, we'll have to come back to him. He was good in Beetlejuice. He was yeah, really, he was he really skinny. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot he was. I think he's. Him. I think he's overrated. Overrated? Yeah. Because mm. there, I, I don't. Have, I don't think he's terrible. I mean, I'm not I've saying heard talks that. that, and they're just talks. But he might uh, end up with a late night show, like a talk show. He'd be good at that. That would be something. I mean, aren't they giving Leno the boot? Yeah, they're giving him, and the then boot. they're giving Fallon. They're, they're pushing everybody up. So yeah. there you go. There's an opening. Because um, get rid of that Craig Kilborn character. He's been gone. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Where have whoops! You been? You didn't see I'll say Craig. Uh, Craig Ferguson is filled in for him. He's doing an awesome. Wait, job. Who, what did I say? You said Craig Kil- Kilborn, and he's on CBS. That's, uh, Were you trying to talk about Craig Ferguson? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, he's on CBS though. He's the guy on NBC. sounds like a drunkard Irish guy. Well, he is a recovering alcoholic. Oh, he was an alcoholic, but he really? doesn't drink anymore. Oh. Do you're like you're like saying that like like you're actually him defending. You know, <laughs> well, actually, I'm I'm at step eighteen. Uh, well, he, he it's something recovering. he talks about a lot in his stand up, um, and like in his own personal life. Uh, and I don't know. I think he he brings a different kind of vibe to the late night energy. Everybody has their their written monologues. He just goes up there and just talks about whatever's whatever he feels like talking about. You know what? I probably like him, but I, I've never You've given him a chance. You've never given a shot. I'm yeah. just being very cynical. Ignorant. Yeah. Right now. What yeah, yeah. Not about Alec Baldwin, just about Craig whatever his name is. Ferguson. I'm being honest about Alec Baldwin. I think he is a little overrated. The I'm I'm so sick of the um uh Capital One commercials. Oh, I like them. That's him. I mean, that's his typical character. That's him being Jack Jack Donahue. Right. That's yeah. I mean, in a lot of uh, a lot of his more recent stuff, he's Jack Donaghy and everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like it stemmed from uh, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. Right. Yeah. He is. Uh, he's a real angry Jack Don. He's a real life Jack Donaghy and Glenn Coffee's Gary. Coffee's for Glenn closers. Ross. <laughs> Would yeah. you go to lunch? But he doesn't say that. I just <laughs> no, love that he doesn't. Line. <laughs> Oh, man. Um, what was the other thing? Shelly, will you go to lunch? <laughs> I can't remember the other thing now. Um, I, I just love that guy. I love what's his face? That spacey in? guy. That spacey character. Oh, right, Kevin Spacey, of course. Um, but, yeah, we were talking about racism and we were talking about country music, but have you heard about Accidental Racist, that song? By I already forget the country song. Accidental Racist? Yeah. There's a country song. It's fairly new. Um. Oh, yeah, you'll have to look it up because I forgot who sing it, sings it. But that's LL what it's cool called. J is on it too. That's what it's called. Yes. It's not a good song. It's not good at all. No. No. I don't like it. I'm like, wow, this is so lame. Is it as stupid as? Uh, it's a boring song. Plus, you know, I already my tractor. Th- she thinks my tractor is sexy. I would rather hear my tractor. <laughs> she thinks my tractor is sexy. Versus. Oh wow! It came up before I even typed in the second C. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was one of those things, and I'm going to use the C word again. Controversial. It was because uh, people are like, "Oh my god, why would the Brad Paisley?" Brad Paisley, yeah. Trying to understand what it's like not to be. I'm proud of where I'm from, but not everything we've done. And it ain't like you and me 
at least he can admit that white people aren't that great. <laughs> right. I'm not, I, you know, I'm proud of where I'm not everything we've done. I, I, I see, you know, he's trying to make a, a point or, you know, trying to, whatever he's trying to do. I don't know. I, his heart's in the right place, I guess. But it's just, I don't know, a boring song. By the way, you want some chicken? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, I was like, did you eat it already? Oh, no. Oh, okay. No. I say, I'll probably get some later. Um, now, there was one thing I wanted to do later, but I, I don't really have any my whole list written out. I don't need a whole list, but I think as each week goes on, all these customers I come across, I just want to give them a shout out. No, mm. Not really. Also trying to buy time. I, oh. I think one of my friends was trying to call, but I don't know if he's going to do it today. Um, I just sent him the number, so I'm waiting to see if he's going to call in. Um, but I was going to give shout outs to customers that I know that'll never get them, but I want to give, I want to let you know, like, Hey, I see you out there, man. <laughs> uh, shout out to the guy who, uh, still holding on to the mullet. Yeah. So, and he's like, I don't know, 50, 60. He's, you know brain. why? Cause he's proud of where he's from, but not everything <laughs> we've done. <laughs> Um, also, shout out to the guys. Different guy, but hanging like on to the... Like wearing pointed white hoods and... <laughs> hanging on to the mohawk. He didn't have it like sticking up, but he had his hair cut and just, just the whole straight line thing. Yeah, I could tell after he left you know, the store or later on that night, he was going to spike it up and go rocking out. Mm. Again, he was like a 40-year-old You man. could hear him later on and I'd be like, whose wife cut the holes in the sheets this time? <laughs> <laughs> um... They didn't do a good job of cutting out the holes. Shout out to the guy who smelled like sugar smacks. I don't know sugar why he smacks. did. I don't know hmm. why he did, but he did. Some people just smell like candy. Yeah, there was another guy who smelled like uh, bubble gum. And I don't, again, I yeah. have no idea that why. That would make me nauseous after a while. But it wasn't like, you know, he was chewing it. It just no, smelled yeah. like he just came out of a bubble gum factory, I think. Eh. I don't know. But um, it's always a possibility yeah it, it is it is um like i said i had more of them but i didn't write them down so i'm gonna start doing that over the week so all these random crazy people that i see i'll give them shout outs to and i'll try to do it on twitter as well try to incorporate that but usually if my phone is off then that's not really something that'll happen mm. and of course since we uh aren't really playing any commercial breaks after you know give some love to the catnaps and cognac uh, ladies, uh, Ariel and Didi. Who will be coming in? They'll be here in a couple weeks. A couple weeks. We should come up with the most controversial subject ever imaginable to bring up with them. But it's in my notes of things to do. Oh, okay. <laughs> you just flip back and you really I like to em emphasize when you're eating or drinking something too. I mean, because they get riled up, you know. Mm -hmm. I don't know about Didi. I don't know her. As you said before, still really haven't. And I don't want to put you. I don't want to put you on the spot. Yeah. I don't. I don't want to put, put you on the spot. Okay. <laughs> um, and of course, the porch cast. Um, I haven't listened to that. Get all the episode. updates on John Ham's cock. All oh, right, and to make sure latest episode of the porch cast. Um, Mr. D's, uh, bakery. Nostalgic snacks. toys. Candies, ice yummy, cream. Yummy, delicious things. Tell them the Lost Dial sent you. Let's see what happens. Mm. You probably won't get anything for free. Yeah, but... probably not. But, you know, I'll have to go back and check in. It's like, has anybody come saying that the Lost Dial sent them? And, uh, okay, just checking. And same thing with uh, Smoking with Chris. Again, delicious meats and deliciousness and, um, like, ribs and pulled pork. Shout out to Stop and Shop. <laughs> <laughs> On uh, West Main Street, um, for making the best 
chicken. <laughs> I guess. Uh, let's see. Mr. D's is on 50 North Main Street, Wallingford, Connecticut. And smoking with Chris is um, 59 South Center Street, Southington, Connecticut. So go check those guys. Not Southington, it's Southington. <laughs> Uh, tell them the Lost Isle sent you because they're really, 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 really delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, all Pick right. up a nostalgic toy. I'm waiting still. I don't think he's going to call. So I think we'll just wrap it up uh, once I get all this stuff ready. I'll try to do some production work and get our lame button ready. So we could have hit it around um, the time when Brad Paisley says. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would have been perfect. Or about the time when LL Cool J jumps in, which we didn't hear, but I don't, oh, yeah, you, you I don't even want to hear it. I, like I, that's that's kind of what happened. I, I let it play as bad as it was. Like, first of all, I don't like country music, and then this song was just boring to me. Yeah. Let alone, like, I didn't even really listen to the words because I was just too bothered no. by it. I'm like, yeah. oh. oh, wait, we're getting a call. Mm-mm-mm. Finally. Answer. Wobble, 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 mm-hmm. wobble, wobble, wobble. <laughs> Hello? You've called the last Hello, time. sir. Hey, is this Sharif Butler? This is, in fact, Sharif Butler. Hey, how are you doing, Indeed. sir? I haven't talked to you in man. haven't talked to you in, in years, it seems. Yeah. It's, it's, it's... Yes. Oh, see, nobody works out well when they do the Skypeage. When they do the Skype call? <laughs> no. Oh, he's breaking up a little bit. He sounds like he's speaking through... Um, uh, like he's speaking in in utero. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Nah. We lost him, but we'll call him right back. Call him right back. We'll do and call it. Bop, bop, See, the thing bop, is, bop, I, I reached the Sprint voicemail box of. That. That's probably because he's calling us right back. Mm. See, the weird thing is, when we call out, our number doesn't show up. It's some crazy random number. So. Mm. That's that's the weird thing about it. That's why I rather have people calling us. And again, our phone number is 860 342 And then if we don't answer, it goes straight to voicemail, which is fine. We, yeah, leave anything you want. <laughs> we'll play it, even if it's the wrong number. Which we've done Especially before. if it's the wrong number. Oh, yeah, because we, we like those. I'm like, oh, finally, somebody you know likes us. But that's also, we, I really just wanted to have him call in to be a teaser because he's going to try to call in next week. Mm-hmm. Him and uh, uh, his uh, director, uh, Javon. I think his name is Javon. I forgot his last name. But he's got a new movie that they're working on. They have already started, actually, um, called Paradise. Oh, wait, here he is again. Hey, you there? Yes, I, I am here, sir. Um, do I um, I construct Skype? But I'm like in the wilderness right now. Oh, no wonder why. Uh, you sound like you're in the Pine Barrens. <laughs> yeah, and the funny thing is, <laughs> this is a little city called Jensen Beach. I'm I'm helping my sister. See, oh, we're losing here again. As soon as he starts becoming interesting, it goes haywire. <laughs> <laughs> so, um. I can try a Skype call if this one isn't working out. I could try it. Well, we're, we, we're just kind of, it's just more of a teaser anyway, because you're going to be coming back next week to talk to us a little bit more about what you're working on, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The Paradise Below, uh, we're shooting in July. A trailer's out on uh, Vimeo and on Indiegogo.com at this time. Okay. Um, yes, and, and, and we've always wanted, we're still trying, at some point, we're going to get a... Uh, we're going to get T to star in something. 
Oh, oh, thank you. You're too kind. Because we've worked together before <laughs> on an off-Broadway play, so. Mm, yeah. How off-Broadway yeah, was it? Right, you like, dirty oh. dog, you. <laughs> you didn't tell me about those days. I told you about it. He's like, off, off, off-Broadway. Hmm. But yeah, well, it was like off, off-Broadway. Like, <laughs> it, it was probably in a pan alley. So uh, no, no, seriously. It was at um, a studio called uh, Studio Dante. It used to be owned by Michael Imperioli, who played Christopher in um, The Sopranos. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it used to be his, his uh, off-Broadway spot, and we rented it out tonight, and, and uh, we got T. Sterling, the star, and uh, what, what, I always forget, what do I call you these days? Do I call you T. Sterling? Do I call you Mr. Watson? You just called me Watson back then. He wants to know what to call you these oh, days. Oh, these days. What now that you've now? Uh, risen to such fame and I glory know. and success, what do we call you? Um, the master will just be fine. That's good. The great oh, one. Not, I, I, I think he likes to be called Brad Paisley these oh, days. Oh, God, please don't. Uh, B. Paisley Watson. Uh, uh, Sterling. Oh, God, so we, got, we got Mr. Watson. Who, who is the other gentleman I'm speaking to right now? Uh, I, my name is uh, M. James Dupaul. <laughs> we call no, him Mike. Yeah, I'm I'm Mike. I am the uh, the second half of the uh, the Lost Dial. Oh my God! What are you? Yeah, it's getting windy and stormy over there. It sounds. What is that? Hurricane Ezekiel coming coming ashore? <laughs> no, this isn't hurricane season yet, is it? No, no not yet. It's not in yet. September. Not yet. No, that's that's. Uh... June through about November. Oh, fun times! Um, so yeah, Wait. we're not hurricane season just yet. But um, you are yeah, in Florida, right? Am I right about? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I want to talk to you guys about my my uh, my film, my trailer that's out, and, and um, the things we're trying to do. Obviously, we're raising money right now. Um, sort of like harassing every family member we got, mm-hmm. and just uh, doing what we need to do. You know, try to raise funds and raise awareness for our, our cause you know all right well we'll do the best we can to spread the word around can, can you give a like the briefest briefest uh description or synopsis of the uh, film like very uh, if, brief like if you could sum it up in two words what's the movie about <laughs> if i could sum it up in two words if that was possible uh dead love i'm not um <laughs> i have no, no idea. i'm, I'm, I'm gonna stop um, without giving too much away, it's about a gentleman obsessed with his wife, just absolutely obsessed with his wife, and he fears he's having an affair, so he um, kills himself. And don't worry, all this is like already happened by the time that's begun, so it's not like totally no spoiler alerts on this one. And so um, he wakes up in her love, new lover's uh, house, and now officially a spirit that has passed on, a.k.a. a ghost, a ghoul, a goblin, whatever you want to say. And um, he gets to watch her new love, I guess you would say, bloom. Hmm. And all the madness that ensues with that. How about that? I think I did good for a synopsis. Okay. I've uh... revealed like nothing. It sounds like I've revealed everything and I've revealed absolutely nothing. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that sounds like a pretty... uh... (laughs) Dense little, um, uh, I don't know, premise. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, no, it sounds it sounds uh, definitely um, intriguing. Um, I uh, I don't want to compare it to anything, but all I kept thinking was uh, 
um, the first time anybody described uh, what being John Malkovich is about and uh, Cameron Diaz uh, coming out the uh, drainage pipe on the side of the New Jersey Turnpike after being in John Malkovich's head. But, how do you get that? that? That has nothing. That, there's no comparison there whatsoever. Say, say, For some reason, get... yeah, but when people are describing things to me, I'm really not paying attention. I'm thinking of my own little movies in my head. So forgive me. Like, it does sound intriguing, but I am like, I, I have a hard time concentrating on anything. Ask my co host. He does. T. Sterling wants. I'll be telling him the cure for cancer, and he's flipping through Entertainment Weekly. Yeah. Hey, girl, did you know that Johnny Depp did blah blah blah? But if he doesn't listen to me when I have something to say, I start shooting rubber bands at me. Irate. Yeah. He. Yeah. He needs to. He needs to buckle down when I have something to say. But yeah, this is just this is just a teaser. So we're gonna have you back so you can have more time to talk and you maybe have a better connection because you sound like still breaking up a little bit, but you know we can hear you so. No, it does sound very interesting, and I would like to um, definitely dedicate some serious time um, to talking with you and their director's name again. Oh, we lost. Oh, are you kidding me? Oh, but oh well. Well, we we got a little bit out of that. So you're fucking kidding me. So that was mm. Sharif Butler. We'll be talking to him again, hopefully next week, um, and get some more about. Well, not too much more, but more about maybe uh, uh, Paradise Below. And the process and other stuff that he's working on, because he does a lot of other things. What is he out on that island that they filmed Castaway on? Um, I don't know. He didn't say. He said he was out there, I guess, helping his sister or sister-in-law do something. So, but yeah, we're gonna get more into him uh, next next time. Have you ever seen Being John Malkovich? I have. Yeah. Oh, okay. A long time ago. It's a movie that I probably would go revisit. I mean, how how ingenious is that? I mean, you're in you you are inside John Malkovich's head. But that's um, and then when you come out the other side, you're out in the uh, weeds off the side of the New Jersey Turnpike. That's like that's so I ingenious. I can't think of his name though. Who the guy made who wrote that movie? It. Yeah, who who came well, up with that concept? Um, I think Spike Jones might have directed it, or not Mike Spike Jones, but uh, Michael Gondry. One of those. They're they're kind of offbeat, crazy people. That's very crazy. ingenious. Um. But the guy who wrote it, he's, uh, oh my God, the name is on. I'm much more um, into writers these days than directors. Right. Because, I mean, (laughs) right. But directors, the the, the writers are the ones that, you know, they come up with the story. So directors are so blase. They're essential. Uh, Mm -hmm. They're so last season. Because the same writer, he did Adaptation, which is just as kind of out there. That's that's the movie I'm looking up right now because it'll give me his name. Uh, oops. Why am I writing that? Adaptation. Adaptation. Does this that starring Nicholas Nicholas Cage and Meryl Streep or Olas Cage? Mm-hmm. Um. And Meryl Streep. Yes, Charlie Kaufman. That's the guy. Charlie Kaufman is the guy who no, wrote. To... Huh? Yeah, you have to look into him and all the movies he's done. Charlie Kaufman. Because he did Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, being John Malkovich, Adaptation, and Synecdoche. Oh, I used to know how to say it. Schenectady? Schenectady, New York. Yep. Oh, that's what the movie's called? Schenectady, New York? Yes. Really? Yes. No shit. He wrote that. Uh, Have you ever been there? No. Hmm. Uh, Confessions of a Dangerous Mind, which I like, and that's another <laughs> Sam Rockwell movie. Um, Human Nature, I've never seen. He wrote these. Yes, these uh, are these are screenplays that he he's he's written. Hmm. So, yeah. 
The only reason that interests me is because the title of what I've written is also a is also an obscurely named place in upstate New York. Oh, okay. Yes. It's a little uh, a little thing there. Okay. Yes. Nice to know. But it's not. It, it's called Rensselaer, but mm-hmm. not Rensselaer, New York, like his Schenectady, New York. Mm. I don't know where these. Um, maybe they're where these places are. Del- okay. No, I know where they are, but oh. um, the origin they've got to be of Dutch. Um, oh, who named them? A combination of Dutch and Wikipedia. native. Native, yeah, I know, but I skip over those parts. <laughs> so I know all that, and I skip over it. And really, your answer is right there. That right. happens to me all the time. Oh. I'll be like, I need to know just this one bit, and it's like in the first paragraph. Mm. All right, I guess we'll, we'll wrap it up now for real yeah. this time. So, Thank you for uh, joining us on the 106th uh, Longer Than Usual Supplemental Material. All right. And remember, if the world didn't suck, we'd all fall off. <laughs> The Lost Dial is recorded at All Noise Radio Lounge at the Connecticut School of Broadcasting in Farmington, Connecticut. It is executive produced by Michael James Dupal and T. Sterling Watson. To hear more of our show, download at thelostdial.hardbean.com. Subscribe on iTunes to get every new episode. Please rate us and leave us comments. To contact us, email us at thelostdial at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at The Lost Dial and find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the L.D. Crew. You can also give us a call at 860-342-8423. The Lost Dial is part of the Indube Network and is a 3SFX production. Now, enjoy the music. Music.